Happy holidays, because this week, my old friend Nadlin is here to kick off the Christmas season talking about the offbeat, slimy, puppet-filled holiday movie, Gremlins, here on The Folding List. Alright, what's up everybody and welcome to The Folding List, where we pay attention to the movies so you don't have to. And uh, if you haven't seen these movies in a long time, pay attention to them at least once because they're always good at least another time around. But like always, you can just kind of throw them on in the background because uh, we, we're always talking, you know, just basically fun movies or either deep movies. It doesn't matter. We're, we're always talking about movies. That's that's what we're always talking about. And uh and this week, I thought it would be kind of cool to kind of get into Gremlins because I know the holiday season's coming up. So, uh, and actually, our, our guest this week is a very old friend of mine, known for a very, very long time. But uh, please welcome my friend Natalyn. What's going on? Hey, Travis. We actually never had a, uh, we never even had a choice to not know each other in life, honestly. <laughs> yep, straight up. <laughs> yeah, right. like even like where, because my, how did our was it our our mothers knew each other? Did they work together or was it? I don't know if it was our moms. I feel like it was our mom. Well, hold on. Wait, I just thought about that. Maybe they all knew each other. I don't know. I don't know. I, I yeah. it's it's really even hard to like like you said, it's hard to pinpoint because it's just been so, so long. Uh but but yeah, so it's been I, I like I like I said, I I I was trying to think of it the other day, like, did we even go to school together? Like, I don't know. So our, no. so, so I will, since I'm older than you, I'll give you the breakdown. So, <laughs> well, cause I was there first, right? I mean, by like yeah. half a second. But, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically like, you know, we have our whole friend group. So it's like, how many families is it? I think it's four. And then I like so. all of our, yeah, all of our parents know each other either from work or, or however they know each other. And then like, Pensacola. right. And then for example, <laughs> like the twins mom was yep. watching my brother when I was born, you know, like wow. that, like, right. So that's what I'm saying. I think all of our parents knew each other before. Um, I think even before my parents got married, I think they knew each other, but before we were the majority of us were born, they all knew each other. So that's wow. what I'm saying. Like we didn't even have a choice. No, no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. We were going to, we were going to cross paths eventually over and over and over. And like, like you're saying, we never even went to the same school. I just, I just remember just family and friend gatherings. We would always see each other. That, that's really crazy to think about. I really haven't even tried to think about it in years. It's just like, yeah, that's Natalie watching you and your husband, your little girl growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and speaking of which, like I uh like I think you you mentioned before the pod, you know, you're not super active on social media. Uh but the other day you uh, you posted your little girl for the first time in a while and I was like, "Oh my, oh my god. Like <laughs> you look so much alike. She's gotten so big. It's crazy. It's I been know, a it's been a hot minute." Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it blows my like mind. I like post her sometimes on Instagram, but yeah. I post her more often on Facebook, but I'm trying to get in this place like where I'm asking her, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, of course, just because I mean, I know that. Do, do you remember that? You probably don't. There was a picture of me in fourth grade. I, I have posted it since, but like my hair is going everywhere. And my um my parents, I brought that school picture home. And you know that stuff costs all this money. And I brought it home. Oh, yeah. My parents were so upset with me. They were so upset with me. So it's like, imagine <sighs> yep. if they had posted that picture. Like me posting it, that's one thing. But like, you know, just the awkwardness of those, you know, the teenage years. I really oh, yeah. More that awareness. Yep. So, you know, so now yep. I try to like ask her, but she knows if it's makeup, like we have an agreement. I'm going like if I'm doing oh, a full face cool. paint and it's like two hours. Oh, this is going online. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and now that you mentioned it, I, I definitely want to ask you about the uh, the makeup and the uh, face paint and all of that stuff. I see all your stuff online. You're doing a lot of like usually it's like cosplay kind of focus. But why don't, why don't you go ahead and explain it? 
Um, so kind of the way I got started with it was mm. like 10th grade, like when I was 10. Um, I was oh, in the wow. city choir, right? I was in like the city choir and they, uh, I remember the, the first thing that is documented was like in high school, we did cats and that's where I like first kind of played with makeup beyond just the oh. regular makeup, the regular makeup. It was like at 10 because, you know, being in the shows yeah. and stuff. Um, and then once I got to Nashville, I started playing with it a little bit more, but I was scared. I was just kind of focused on you know, regular makeup, which mm -hmm. I really started diving deep into it when I was, I was working somewhere. And uh, then I ended up like getting fired. And so I was home every day during the holiday season, like by yeah. myself. And, you know, I was just practicing and stuff with makeup. And then, um, you know, I took it further and I found this place in Nashville called Performance Studios. Uh, and mm told them that I was really interested in body painting and I would call them. I would go up there and hang out like for like between lunch breaks when oh, I wow. start working somewhere else and yeah, yeah, not even buy anything, just hang out and explore. And if anyone's from Nashville, like knows about performance studios, you understand like they were hmm. the place that you would go, whether it's like costumes, makeup, cosplay, any of that. And like the entire crew was just, the customer service was like immaculate, like immaculate. So um, it was a, it's a store like uh, where yeah. you can get that kind of stuff. Oh, that's cool. Wait, it like, was a so store and it was rental. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't, I never really got into cosplay and stuff like that, but like, I didn't, I've never really thought about the fact that there's like rental places to go get costumes and things like I, I i've only done it literally one time so <laughs> but Where did it's you go? Uh, was it in pensacola no no I, I was lucky enough to go to comic-con went to new york comic-con and i was uh symbiote miles morales so i was like i got like a venom suit um mm -hmm. the pictures are online somewhere yeah y'all can see them I've, i'm in there awkwardly posing as a grown man in a spider-man suit but i felt really cool for like that one time uh but it right. was you, you know i had on like the the black jordans and the the black hoodie and just kind of went venom but miles morales so that was a cool you know fun fun experience i was uh very very hungover so that part of it didn't didn't help anything being in a super tight spandex suit walking around comic-con uh but it was it was a cool time so i i've never really like really like you know been that deep into the culture but i definitely appreciate it see it all the time it pops up on my feed you pop up on my feed so this place was like it, you said it was it's a place where you can rent stuff for like either stage stuff and uh just personal cosplay or just just everything everything okay. everything wow. and i mean they had decades they had i mean professional level rental costumes um wow. they have this one queen amidala gorgeous stunning like it's oh, it's, wow. it, it's you would wear it to oh con. yeah you would yeah it was amazing. I didn't even think about uh, Amadala. You said Queen Amadala, and I didn't. Even, I yeah. was like, Queen Amadala, who's that? Oh, I know who that is because I'm just thinking Princess Amadala. I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I yeah. Know. I'm, I'm, I'm slacking. <laughs> no judgment. But, it's a judgment-free zone. You might be more Star Trek, so no judgment. No, well, I got into Star Trek late. I got into Star Trek late just because it was. Um, like basically, when it came on Netflix, I think that's when I got into Star Trek. Um, but I was always a Star Wars guy. But thinking back on it recently, I kind of watched back through the first three Star Wars. And I remember being like, the most impressive thing about this is her whole wardrobe and hair and all of that yes. stuff. Like <laughs> that movie's crazy. Like the fight scenes are great, obviously. But when it comes to just design, that that whole that character alone is just nuts. It's It's really crazy if you go back and right. watch and look at it. So I can't imagine like being able to rent one of those like big, crazy Queen Amidala costumes. Like can't imagine How, it, even the weight. It's probably there's someone I'm going to have to send to you. There, there's yeah, a yeah. cosplayer who she only cosplays Queen Amidala in different ways. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to send you her IG because it's just immaculate. Like it's crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And and I know like I 
we we started catching up here because we haven't really caught up in a long time, but we're supposed to be talking about gremlins and stuff. But <laughs> but um, like, really, I think it's I, I think I really wanted to talk to you about, you know, just, you know, we're, we can talk about the creature effects and all that kind of stuff. But even just the the makeup and stuff that you do in general, um, I've always thought it was pretty impressive and cool and like different to where like you're changing your whole your whole like skin, your, your complexion to like greens and like all these different colors and blues. And it's, uh, it seems like a, a time consuming thing, but like you, like you said, it seems like it's something you're passionate about. It is time consuming. And it's, <laughs> um, cause it, it actually to the, but some of the being so time consuming is like, um, it's being in your own head, right? Because you yeah. think like, okay, well, I'm going to paint myself completely and I don't want to see any pores of like my skin. Oh, but wow. in reality, depending on the type of paint you're using, that's going to happen. And there have been times where I've spent all this time on a look and I'm like, man, this is just not it. But I'm going to take the pictures because I took the time yeah. and I take the pictures and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> You did oh, that. Okay, you good, know? good, good. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> there are failures too, but most yeah, of the time yeah. when I'm doing it, it's like the first time I've attempted that character most of the time. Um, it's rare that it's like, you know, something I've done before and I'm like doing it again, which is I probably should, but I don't. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's that that's cool though. It's it's always um you know, it's always it's always cool seeing my friends and family doing stuff they're passionate about. Always, always enjoy seeing that. And did do you do it? Um, do you do it for other people? Like, do you do it um, like strictly for like a hobby thing, or is it like what? How how far have you taken this, basically? Um, so I've gone outside of the house before with it, but usually, okay. like the vast majority of the time, it's just like in the house yeah. doing my thing. Um, and then I did like last Halloween, I, people kept asking me like if I would do Halloween makeup. And so last year I actually did Halloween makeup for the first time for like other people. And I did, uh, I had my client and his boyfriend, um, and I did like a skeleton look, which I'd, I'd only done before on the husband and the child because, you know, I I told them like, I need to practice. I said, I, I've never done it before, but you know. I can do it on them and then send it to you and you tell me what you think. And he was like, yeah, I like it. Let's do it. Um, but this year I closed my books for Halloween. October has just been a good crazy for oh, me. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I closed my books this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well that's, that's still super awesome. I've always, always enjoyed seeing your stuff. And um, I know you hadn't seen gremlins, but are you like a, a, creature feature fan um at all like you know just monster movies and rant like special effects and all that kind of stuff i am i really like um so okay i'm putting this out into the world i feel like i've posted it before but i don't know how far into the world i've put it it might have been my close friends Mm -hmm. but one of my goals is to work at halloween horror nights at universal studios like that's a goal of mine um, just because like, I want to go to, I haven't even been, but I want to go and do the full package. So yes. I oh, you haven't that. been to, I love, like, I've never you haven't been, been to Halloween Horror Nights. Okay. Mm. Oh yeah. You should definitely check it out. I went back when it was like a little less family friendly. It's a little bit more family friendly now, oh, but, no. yeah, but by that, I'm not saying like it's happy fun times. I'm saying like it's a little less free for all, like to the point where now they have scare zones to where if you're walking through the park, there's areas to where like you people will pop out of the bushes and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's like a big area, but it's like a scare zone. So people can either walk through it fast if they want or just try and avoid it. They did not have those the first time I went. People would be like chilling outside of the bathroom and you would like they they would be hiding in the bathroom with like a chainsaw without the blade on it. And then you just hear, and then a bunch of people would just come screaming out of the bathroom. They were playing no games back in the day. Now I don't know if they're doing that as much as they used to, but it was, it was like, it was pretty wild back then, but I I think it's still worth going to. It's always a good time. The, The houses are always scary. Um, a highlight that I had was a, it was like a, 
a mining one to where they would send groups of five through, but it was pitch black. And the person in the front was the only one with a like headlamp on. And you would have to walk through this pitch black haunted house with just a headlamp. Like that was, <laughs> that was very, very good. So highly recommend it. It's a, it's a great trip. Um, all the effects, all the, like, like you said, all the makeup, all of that stuff. It's, it's top notch every single time it's worth going for sure. Um, I definitely want to go. I wish yeah. I, I I'm hoping, I mean, I'd be scared out of my mind to like know <laughs> that I would be on edge, but like what an experience because the oh, yeah. people who are working there and like, who are, or at least the people who are designing these looks, like they're the same people who work on set. Cause I think like one year Rick Baker was over it, who has wow. done like, uh, yeah. uh, where, um, Amer is it American in Paris or, uh, American Paris? werewolf in London. Right. Did yeah, Gremlins yeah. too. Yep. Um, and just, uh, men in black, like extensive. Yep. I think he's the most awarded makeup artist, uh, in the Academy award. Um, I, I can't imagine anyone else, honestly. Right. Right. Yeah. And so it's like you have people like that designing these looks and, and yep. creating it. And so like to be able to see it up close is crazy to me. Yeah. It, it blows my mind every time because like if it looks good on camera, it definitely looks good in reality, which is always good. And especially if it's running up real fast and you at you in the dark, it's, it looks real scary then too. Uh, right. but, but yeah, like <laughs> let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. Uh, and then we'll get back. We'll start actually talking about gremlins. Uh, when we come back with more of the folding books. Wow, did you hear that? We were both hilarious yet insightful. Anyways, thanks for listening to each episode of The Folding List. We appreciate the support and we're glad you're not just hate listening. Actually, we don't care. Just keep coming back and listening. And while you're at it, make sure to check out the other podcasts in the Chino Umbrella. We've got The Nightly Binge, The Movie Dogs, and Sandusky's Talk Shit. All great podcasts with interesting people and topics. Back to the show. All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the folding list. Uh, and like we're we're going to talk about the Gremlins. Um, this 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 is like easily a movie that I've seen. I think I've honestly seen Gremlins two more than this one. But I've I've seen this movie a bunch of times uh, growing up. Uh, and you said you hadn't seen this, Natalie. I had never seen it. And okay, so when I turned it on today, I was I thought it was rated R. All this time, <laughs> all this time, I thought it was rated R, and there's a good reason for that. Like when we're ready for that little tidbit, I will give that to you. Okay, um, okay. But the reasoning is very logical as to why I thought it was rated R. So that's like the only, the only memory of this I have as a kid. Wow! Not, wow! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, for, it's PG for everyone listening. Yeah, it's rated PG. <laughs> Actually, let's let me go ahead and if 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 you haven't seen this movie either, like like Natalie here, let, let me go ahead and uh, read the synopsis for you. So, a gadget salesman is looking for a special gift for his son and finds one at a store in Chinatown. The shopkeeper is reluctant to sell him the Mogwai, but sells it to him with the warning to never expose him to bright light, water, or to feed him after midnight. All of this happens, and the result is a gang of gremlins that decide to tear up the town on Christmas Eve. Gang, so, gang, <laughs> gang, for gang, sure. gang, right, right, gang, gang. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So this movie, it's like you said, it seems like it could be rated R if it really, if they really wanted it to. But when you turn it on, it is very like doom, 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 doom. There's it's like all this happy music. It's very kind of goofy. But um, this movie was actually written by Chris Columbus, who did um, 
you know, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, like all of these crazy movies with, uh, you know, Robert Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg, who I think produced this, right? I think Steven Executive Steven, produced. Yeah, executive right. produced by Steven Spielberg. So it's this, and I'm pretty sure I saw him riding by in the gadget convention. Did you notice that? Mm, I did not. I, I don't know what he, oh, who, Steven or Chris? Steven. I think I saw a young Steven Spielberg riding a small bike, but I could be making that up. That I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen him. It. Yeah, is he? Yes, I didn't <sighs> see him, but when I went and read like fun facts, it said he was in there. <laughs> see, now I appreciate this. You you did you did a good amount of research before coming on the show. That's great. I don't have to like <laughs> find all the facts and and spin, spin them back at you. You got stuff coming my way, and actually. You said this off mic, but I'm talking about like, oh, the directors and the writers and all this kind of stuff. But you found a fact that had nothing to do with that. So can you let let the audience know their ideas for the start of this movie? So what I was what I was telling Travis earlier was like, I was surprised <laughs> that Jim Henson wasn't involved in the project, like nowhere that I found that Jim Henson was involved in it. And so I went on IMBD, like I was Googling facts and I went on IMBD and they have this whole list of fun facts. And the fun fact was that um, someone wanted to use, they wanted to use uh, puppets. Someone wanted to use puppets. They're like, oh no, let's put a monkey in a suit and let's do it that way. And they were doing this in the office and they put the monkey in the gremlin suit and the monkey freaked out, crapped everywhere and <laughs> was like just freaking out. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go with animatronics. Yeah. <laughs> that was the fun fact. That was on IMDb. Wow. They had a whole list of fun facts. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't really have the, I didn't really have the chance to uh, look into it this time as much as I want to. I'm, I'm going to have to go dig into it because there has to be a documentary or something about this movie because watching this movie again, like, you know, as an adult after years and years of seeing it as a child, it, it looks crazy. It has a weird feel to it. Like a there's like a lot of, um, like painted backgrounds, like the entire city is like the cityscape is painted at one point um, instead of just going to a town. You know what I mean? So it it the whole town kind of felt like this weird picturesque um, location that's like definitely not real. And then they throw the gremlins on top of it. So it's like, a I don't know, it's a it's an interesting setup, but I, I think it works for the for the tone of the movie. Yeah, so they actually Sorry. shot it on a back lot, um, and I okay. believe it was the same set as Back to the Future. Um, I had a feeling <laughs> when he was walking you, towards you the camera. Yeah, yeah. When he was walking towards the camera with the the movie theater in the background, I was like, "That's the one my boy crashes into." Like, that's definitely that's definitely the Back to the Future. But all right, whatever. Like. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm Saving sure we've money. seen that that same city many, many times. We just don't right. know it, but it's we've seen it. Pretty sure it was in Norbit too. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Probably I would use it again. I mean, if it works, it works. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so what? How did you? Because this movie is like it's. It's interesting because it seems like a family movie, like kind of a fun, like, whoa, this is a, a weird Christmas movie, but it gets kind of, I guess, violent at times. If you really, if you're really kind of thinking about it, it's pretty violent. Like, <laughs> so why did you think this was, why did you think this was rated R? So I, I don't know. Like when I was a kid, I just, the parts that I remember of it. It was like, mm -hmm. like you said, like the violence and like the gremlins look scary and stuff. And I just kind of felt like until maybe Nightmare Before Christmas, they didn't really make like mm. real scary movies that were accessible to children. But True. this movie on top of another movie, one of the Indiana Jones ones was what had Steven Spielberg speak to um, the ratings board and was like the president and say, hey, y'all need to put like another rating in there because all they had was... <laughs> 
They had yeah. PG and then it just went right straight to rated R. And so they came yep. up with PG 13, which is also why some of the movies we watched from the eighties were like, this was appropriate. Like this was PG. Yeah. Like, this like crazy stuff. Crazy right. stuff. Right. Like, I, oh, that's interesting that you say that. Cause I, I, I can't imagine, like, I'm sure Jaws was like rated R. Jaws like, was one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause, cause the minute, what was, yeah. What was the Jaws' rating? I think it was because he talked about. So this was from a Vanity Fair. Yeah, it was um, PG. 2000, yeah, 2008 <laughs> Vanity Fair. And Steven Spielberg said like Jaws was another one because of the menacing that it wasn't like, Whoa. you know. Right. Isn't that that? That's like just, I that can I can maybe mind. see PG-13, but I've always assumed it was rated R. Like a child gets eaten like it. And it's not like. It's not like a, oh, Billy's just gone. Like, no, there's blood in the water and everything. Like, that's a crazy movie. Right. I did, I did not realize that. Wow. That's incredible. So, right. oh, so that's interesting that uh, Steven Spielberg actually did that. I, I've never heard that story about him uh, yep. looking for a rating. That's interesting. Yep. That was in 2008 Vanity Fair, I think it was. Because I had wow. to look at a couple of links to find that one. But, yeah, um, yeah. It's just crazy how like this movie, and then I think it was the Indiana Jones. I think it was probably that um, Doom. I'm sure. Yep, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but it was those two that just kind of. He was saying in the conversation that it was like the, it wasn't fair to the kids, and it also wasn't like really <laughs> fair to the adults because like you go to the movie and then it's just like you know, I okay. So yeah, Temple of me, Doom was rated PG. Right. Right. Wow. So, yeah, because they were kind of saying it was like a little bit too violent. It was the uh, what is the scene? The human sacrifice scene. Yeah, that they felt like it was just not Kalima, appropriate for kids. Kalima, right. Shakti day. But it didn't need Seen to be rated R. So yeah. it's like, you know, where do you put it? Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Wow. I, that, yeah, because I, I don't know. Like, I guess I, I always just assumed they were like either PG-13 or rated R, like especially Temple of Doom. Like, I figured that was like PG-13, but PG, that's pretty crazy. He definitely reaches into a man's chest and pulls out his heart. Like, that's not that's not a PG movie. <laughs> that's not showing up on Disney, maybe Disney Plus now. But <laughs> but yeah, yeah so Disney Plus. <laughs> they they yeah, made some changes. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm for, but that's the thing. People don't people don't realize it, but Disney back in the '80s was kind of all about it. They they were just producing movies. They were more like just right. a production company instead of like a family production company. So I'm all about seeing them make actual like you know throwing real money at rated R content could be really really cool. Um, because usually if a movie's rated R, they don't get a good budget. So I'm sure that's part of the reason why this movie's like marketed to kids, but it's, I don't think it's a kid. It's barely a kid's movie. Like Gizmo's cute, but <laughs> I don't know if this is a kid's movie. Well, that's the thing too, is like, yeah, Gizmo's cute. Um, but it's, it's not really a, it's not really a kid's movie. And some people argue it's not even technically a holiday movie, um, but I think that has multiple levels to it, right? Because clearly, like, what do you define as a Christmas movie? I mean, the mom is literally fighting a Christmas tree. How are we not yeah. going to say that it's a Christmas movie? But the it was first scene is his him. dad buying a Christmas gift. Like, that's, right. That's the first scene. And uh, wow. honestly, I blame um, I blame the dad for this Oof. entire situation. And I blame customs because wow. that should have all been shut down. You're carrying an animal from like across the way it's wow. just so wild to me it's and then, so wild to me and then he's lecturing his son like make sure not to get the animal wet and the most important thing don't feed him after midnight like you don't know anything about this animal it could grow into a giant monster you have no clue it's not a normal animal but you're right. giving it to your son and acting like be careful you have no idea that's like handing your kid a bomb and just being like now don't do anything crazy with it It'll look cool on your shelf but don't do it like it's gonna go off. So it, it's it. What's his name? Corey Feldman? No, Corey Hain. Which which Corey the, was it? The main character? No, no, no. The little kid. I don't know. Oh, that he was. Looked, uh, his face looked familiar, but I don't know his name. 
Oh yeah, that's a uh, Corey. Uh, Corey, it's one of the Corys. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. Corey, Corey Feldman. Corey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Corey Feldman. Because it's Corey Feldman, Corey Hain. Those are the two top Corys. But this one, uh, Corey Feldman, is the one that he's in. Uh, what is that? Uh, what are those little guys? Not the little rascals. The uh, <laughs> I can't think of their names. The, I, I don't know. You know who I'm talking about. The audience is screaming at me. They're saying the Goonies, Travis, the Goonies. I could not oh, remember the okay. name of them. I yeah, haven't yeah. seen the Goonies. Oh, that's another one. That's another one to throw on the list for sure. That's a fun it, one. I own it because of Voodoo, right? And like, yeah, yeah. we put all of our stuff in the queue. And then like it, when Voodoo first switched, switched over from Fandango, if you put it in your like list, they would have a sell shortly thereafter. They don't do that anymore because I guess they're huh. getting enough money. But yeah, yeah. we do own Goonies. I just oh, have not cool. seen it. So Yeah, it's worth watching for sure. Like that's um that's one of those kids movies from the 80s that's barely a kids movie. Like there are people like the the villains in it are kind of scary. Like they're trying to like shoot these children. It's not, oh, wow. it's not. Yeah. Like it Probably seems. PG. Yeah. I'm sure it's PG. Yeah. There's no way it's rated R but, or G. Well, it should way. have been 13 probably, but yeah. 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 And, but it's one of those movies that's like, it's good for kids because it's scary and it has stakes without they're really being stakes. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the guys are always like, we're going to kill you, but nobody ever dies. Nothing ever happens. And that kind of makes it fun, you know, for kids, like they shouldn't actually be scared for their lives, but you know, it's fun for them to like have those moments of fear and like, Oh, what's going to happen next. And I, I feel like this movie is kind of in that category, but uh, there's probably like a, a, a line with this. Cause I, I was watching it today and I was like, Oh, this is fun. What do the gremlins do again? Do they just like cause chaos? Oh, they killed that man. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, this okay. is definitely horror genre. Yep. Mind you, I had not seen it before, but it's definitely holiday horror genre because yep. what happens? Who's the first to die? Yep, the black man was the, the black first man's to go. The first to die, right? And so <laughs> I, I was like, "Yep, this is definitely a horror genre." Like he was, wow. how long was he? Maybe got five minutes of screen time. Yep. But as long as yep. it's check cleared, I'm just I just want to make sure it's check cleared. <laughs> and he was a scientist. At right. least he wasn't like a janitor, and, and yeah. he got eaten by a gremlin. Like at least he was a scientist. But right. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody in the movie was kind of dumb. I think everybody because you kind of have to be in order to kind of fall on these like animatronic puppets that are like terrorizing a house because the mom just straight goes up into the house after these after these gremlins have up into the attic after these gremlins have transformed into the from the cute fluffy gremlin or mogwai to the scary slimy green grim gremlins with the claws and the teeth it was what? that was intense <laughs> what I don't understand is because I made this note when I was watching. How did she not know they had hatched? Like, did that not look like it smelled to you? Because it she, looked ugh. like it smelled to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, she would have known. <laughs> right. I was. I was smelling the funk of the attic and the, the hatching. So I'd yeah. been like, no, I'm not going up there. But mind you, she didn't even go up there until after Gizmo was disposed of. Which, oh man. Here's a, another one of those facts I got on IMBD. Um, What's that? So, you know, the scene where like he's there and they're throwing the darts at him and stuff. Yeah. So because it, he was such a small animatronic, they uh, he used to have like a lot of problems and the cast would, you know, the set and the crew would be really annoyed because it would always malfunction. And they mm. made like a list of things that they would do to Gizmo. And that was like one of the things on the list. Was so. throw darts at it? throw darts at it so they you know <laughs> have it in there but she didn't go up there until like he was all messed up but that's when it really started getting violent like with the uh what is it what's the word um if anyone hasn't seen it then you know it's like oh alert. a juicer or or the food juicer, processor uh yeah the it juicer. was like a mixer or something it, it was, was like a kitchen aid before kitchen aid it was, it was right. just like a, a bowl with a blending mechanism at the bottom of it and she like ground up one gremlin, I think st stabbed another, which was yes. 
that was shocking. <laughs> Stay out of my kitchen and just started stabbing this <laughs> gremlin with a knife and then pushed the other one into a microwave. I know. I love it. Man, she went off like I wasn't. <laughs> but that would have been me because she. you see how she was fighting pretty. And by fighting pretty, I mean, it's huh. like the same way that I would kill a spider. Like, mind you, if my kid wasn't home, if my kid's home, I'm going all in like the spider yeah, has to die. Yeah. If I lose it, you're going to hurt my kid. But if it's yeah. just me, I'm like, oh, and you just you kill it. You try to kill it without getting too close. And that's what she was doing. Like. The first one, she didn't have the confidence. So, like, she hit the button from here. And yeah, like, yeah. You know, start spinning. And then, like, <laughs> okay, now I have the knife. She lunged into it. And then the other one, she just kind of, you know, pushed it in there. And then, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah. So, I get it. Like, I could stay away from the gremlins. But, yeah. That's that's when it really started getting violent. And that's when that PG-13 rating needed to kick in. <laughs> I, I, so I say all that to say I would have fought pretty from a distance. You just hit the button from there <laughs> and it's like safe because you don't really know what these gremlins are going to do. And honestly, I would not have felt comfortable just meeting Gizmo, even though he's cute and fluffy and like yeah. going to sleep that night. But uh, was it Billy was fine with that. I don't know what world Billy lives in, but he was <laughs> fine with, with that. Billy lives on a soundstage. He's okay. not. He's not living in reality. He's, he's not. not he's doing. He's he's just giving them chicken in the middle of the night and not not thinking about anything. I, my I, mom would have not had that. Okay, all that chicken, <laughs> like all that chicken just that he give gave it to them, the monsters. Right. I couldn't even have food in my bedroom growing up. Like what? Whoa. Right. Yeah. Never. That's crazy. Right. Not that I can think. Of. I can't imagine I ate in my room. Right. I couldn't even have not the way my dad was set up. I I don't even think I had water back there. <laughs> you said not the way my dad was set up. <laughs> right. Absolutely not. So, but he has like 12 pets in his room. Absolutely wow. not. But yeah. Wow. But I like overall though, I enjoyed the movie. There was this one part that um kind of when it had the gremlins terrorizing the town, mm -hmm. where I was kind of like uh, you know, started scrolling on my phone just the um, montage yeah, yeah right it's yeah you know and there are parts in the in certain movies that that is going to happen you know mm -hmm. uh, where that's where you get up and go to the bathroom like when they were yep. out and at the bar and all of those other different things and stuff but yeah, overall yeah. i really liked it um i well yeah, like I when understand the, it's a classic like when homegirl just casually dropped that her dad accidentally died in the chimney when she was a child and they thought that he left the house but no, her dad was trying to be Santa Claus and died on Christmas Eve in the chimney because he broke his neck. I love it. What are we talking about? Why? <laughs> I love Where it. Where did this come from? <laughs> that was so crazy. That That's such a crazy thing to drop. Like, whoa. But they wanted to remove that. Like, uh, some people didn't like that scene, but they just let the director keep it. They wow. Because he felt like it really went with the kind of the ridiculousness like the comma the not comma comedy horror of it all yeah you know um so yeah that was and then why I, i'm trying to figure out like what would make her feel like that would be the time to tell it but i mean clearly the audience needed to know I, right because she had you know got really defensive about christmas before but i'm just you know, I feel like she could have said I lost my father on Christmas Eve. Oh, no, I needed the details. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Christmas. Yeah. aren't we all supposed to be home? Like, is it extra? It's extra tragic because he was trying to do something nice. But like, we all know you aren't supposed to slide down a chimney because even if you get stuck, you're going to suffocate. Wow, I, wow. I'm wow. talking like this isn't on set. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, but of course. Still. But still, no, it doesn't matter. Like, right. it doesn't matter. You do not. Ch children, do not try that at home. You cannot right. go Absolutely down the not. chimney. It's not going to no. happen. <laughs> no. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Like that, the movie, the, the movie, I don't know. It, it feels like, it feels like it was almost made not haphazardly because it's obviously there's a lot put into it there's a lot of effort put into all of this but it feels all not haphazard that's not the word i'm thinking of I'm, it's almost cartoonish like I, like it's very 
like you said, comedy horror. There's a lot of uh, like over the top moments. Like the fact that they were all in the the theater watching Watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> like, Which why would they all that go at in Disney? There? Who approved that? Whoa. Well, Stevens involved. And if yeah, Stephen's yeah. involved, I mean, they just let him do what he wants. He did like, Ready Player One, so I was, that was right. about to say that's a that's a prime example of that. It is right. just, but also I will say this: um, I had just listened to an interview with uh, I think his name's Yorma. I think it's Yorma from uh, the Lonely Island. He's the he's the one that directs all their stuff, and he directed the Chip and dale movie on disney plus that just recently came out okay when um, you said chip and dale i was not thinking about not those <laughs> i was not thinking about the chipmunks yeah yeah it's definitely the chipmunks okay. okay 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 okay. i'm following i'm with you now no they but that's the that's the funny thing that movie is kind of all about they make that same joke in the very like first like three minutes of the movie like no not those chippendales these chippendales and they make that joke because you obviously think about it but um it's uh but yeah anyways yoran was talking about he was doing this for disney and they were trying to get all of these disney characters in there and they were like well i don't want to just do disney characters so let's like try and just get random characters as far away from disney as that they'll allow doing that he realized like oh disney owns all of these things all of these cartoons all of these like basically anything animated somehow it's owned by disney so it's almost difficult to get away from uh any kind of their rights so i think a lot of the time especially with steven they're just like it's all right man just just do your thing because like you said it's, it's spielberg just let him do his thing right wow right don't Crazy upset director. him. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, how did they sign off on this? But then, you know, executive producing. But yeah, it's wow. it was it's scary until they start wreaking havoc. And then it's, and then there's the comedy piece of it once yeah. they start wreaking havoc in the town. But up until that point, it is a little, it is a little terrifying. And you, don't judge me, judgment free zone, right? Um, <laughs> my stomach was turning a little bit as like she was murdering them and stuff. Cause I I, and I feel like the only reason it was now, mind you, I watch Quentin Tarantino and yep. like I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> I like the effects, but like for whatever reason, this movie from the 80s like had my stomach turning. But that's probably because I didn't know what to expect or maybe from childhood thinking it was, you know, rated R. I don't know. It's it's really just that it's how they did VFX in the 80s. They Mm -hmm. they really they were all about making stuff look like like the texture, the feel, like it looks like you could touch it and feel feel it. Like, like you said, smell it like uh, Rick Baker. Um, if you're familiar with a lot of his stuff, I'm sure you've seen the thing, right? You know. Oh yeah. Cause <laughs> the thing is a, um, it's a horror movie. Yeah. It's, it's Rick Baker. Um, I'm familiar wow. with it, but I haven't seen it, but Rick didn't join gremlins until gremlins too. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And he actually said no originally when they reached out to him. And then um, because he didn't. So if you look at the 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 gremlins, they're all the same with the exception of Gizmo. Like they have different stripes and stuff. I would think of it like Dalmatian puppies. Right. It's like Mm -hmm. they're all the same, but they have different, you know, distinct marks or whatever birthmarks. But once they Hmm. told him that he could personify the gremlins a little more. Um, because the original, I get his name's Chris, his name's with a W I wrote it down, but Hmm. he was not available for the gremlins too. And that's where a lot of these makeup looks come from. For example, like Greta gremlin gremlins Two, Rick Baker, you know, that's, that's where all of those iconic looks come from. And I think that, um, interesting. Yeah, I, I think people related. I, now I have to watch Gremlins too, right? Because everyone oh. relates to it. And I really thought I, the guy was going to give Gizmo back, but like that didn't happen. It's like, sir, well, can I get my money back? <laughs> <laughs> no, you you basically got a bunch of people killed. You do not get your money back. <laughs> you right. gave these animals chicken in the middle of the night like I told you not to. 
Well, not only that, but did you see Gosh. how like Billy was is such an inconsiderate? And I say that because I'm okay. Of course, he's a kid. We're all inconsiderate as like kids and teenagers. But I mean, literally, they poured water on Gizmo. He's screaming in pain, but they're yeah. too busy looking. They aren't like they didn't say, "Hey, Gizmo, you're okay." Like they're just looking. What's at wrong the with Gizmo? Right, they're just looking at the science experiment of it all. I'm like. <laughs> You are he's a just terrible like, ah, partner. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Like, like so sometimes the reactions like did not match. They were very calm. Like even right. the uh the black dude that got killed, the first person killed the movie. He he was like, I'm just gonna give you a, a little sn- snack, a little candy bar. I'm like, this animal's not acting well, and you're you're trying to like blindly feed it a candy bar underneath the table, like you are messing up. All these people are messing up. That was right. a. <laughs> well, Billy it's a didn't fun... even give him the rules. No, nobody. No. <laughs> like... It's a. It, it's a very strange. It's a very. It's. Uh, it's almost like it's a curse because it seems like everybody that comes in contact with it, they just immediately mess it up. Like I don't think anybody, because Gizmo's the well, no, but like Gizmo got water on him immediately i was thinking gizmo's the only one that hasn't like had anything happen to him but okay every time i just had a thought where the math isn't mathing right so you remember the the boy said his grandfather was like being ridiculous they need the money Mm -hmm. but then when things went down he had no trouble hopping on an international flight to go pick him up yeah yeah dang where was so i just i'm not (laughs) No, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's almost a like purposeful thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he he sells it. The people are like, "Oh my god, this is terrible!" And then he just comes and gets it back, and then sells it again. It has to be that has to be the case. Um, I will say the second one is a lot less magical. Um, have you seen the uh, Jordan Peele, uh, <laughs> Key and Peele? They have a super crazy sketch about uh, Gremlins too. Um, I'm going to send you the link and it's almost better for you to watch that sketch first because (laughs) he's describing the movie and like, this can't be the movie. It's the movie. It's the, I'm like nervous. I'm nervous (laughs) about this. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. Honestly, they, they went more, they leaned it more towards family friendly type stuff. Um, but you could tell that there were copious amounts of cocaine in that writer's room that movie was nuts it makes like as a kid you're like yay gremlins this is weird but as an adult watching it you're like oh man this is a crazy crazy movie it makes no sense they're basically the gremlins take over a giant uh uh giant like skyscraper in the middle of like a city yeah so in order to do that, it has to go buck wild, and it really does. There, <laughs> I'll send you the link so you can watch it. I almost want to pull it up in the sh- in the screen share, but I, I think we might have some copyright issues if we do that. So I'm going to avoid that. <laughs> well, I just like the thing I don't understand is when they come out with these movies, and it and, and mm-hmm. they still do it now, but they come out with these movies, the audience connects with it, and then they come out with another version, and they I guess they think the money is with the kids, and so they make it more kitty. For example, yeah. Ninja Turtle. Ninja Turtles was gritty. Ninja Turtles was like the comic books. And then when they came out with the next one, it's like, I don't even think they pulled out their weapons. So they did not because there was a giant protest against the the first one being too violent and children like wanting to run around with weapons. So in order to do the second one, they were like, all right, we're going to take all of the weapons out of it. So they didn't even use their iconic weapons in the second one just because, like you said, people were like... I don't know. My kid's going to want a nunchuck. It's like, all right, get that just don't get him a nunchuck. Like, I think he'll be okay. Right. Or get him some training with the nunchuck. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let him learn. Right. <laughs> most let of the time, they learn. don't use it other people. Like, right. they're not going to use it like that. It's, I don't know. People are very, very silly. Um, but at, just like this movie, I, it gets pretty crazy. I don't know. Like, <laughs> this movie... It's a fun one. I do suggest watching it if you're I I think I honestly feel like it's a good Christmas movie just because 
it's Christmas all throughout, but it's also yeah. a good Christmas movie because it's a weird movie to watch around Christmas. Right. You know what it's I mean? It's a classic. Like, it's definitely, yeah, yeah. I, there are certain movies that regardless of whether you really like it or not, I guess, like it, you need to watch it because there are going to be references throughout your life in pop culture for those yep. certain movies, you know, and this is one of those movies. And, and, and I would say Gremlins too, also because- you know the makeup and everything like that, which yeah, I need. Yeah. I need to get get my life together and watch that one for sure. Woof! It's a it's fun. I'll say that it's fun. That's a that's a late night watch when you're kind of like ah, I I feel like throwing on something weird. That's one to throw on. It's super weird. I never <laughs> feel that way. <laughs> if I'm gonna stay up late to watch something, like it has to be good. It has to be good. Yeah. I, I stayed up late watching uh, Scream for the first time last night. I had never seen that. And uh, that Me was neither. worth it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. It's a good, it's, you know, it's a, what is it? Wes Craven. So um, mm -hmm. it's a, you know, same guy who did Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that. So it, it's a, it's a cool movie. I really enjoyed it. It's, it's a classic for a reason. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, Natalie, Thank you again for joining me on the on the podcast. I definitely appreciate it. It was great talking to you. Great catching up with you. Um, it, it's this was a good suggestion, good movie to talk about for sure. Yeah, I'll have to talk. I'll have to watch Gremlins too, and then you know maybe one day we'll talk next year. Maybe we'll talk about that. I don't know if that's a Christmas one or Halloween or uh, what, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it. I think it's a Christmas movie again. I think they do go Christmas again. They might not. I. My my memory of that movie is very hazy and it feels like a fever dream. You'll oh understand God. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wait, is it, it fever dream on the level of um uh happy to call what is it that happy to call you, happy to uh with Lathan, oh, uh, with uh, sorry to sorry to bother you. Yeah, right? is it like that yeah, yeah. fever dream, like doesn't make sense type like that? The I'll say this. There's a gremlin made completely of electricity. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so definitely throw that one on to have fun with that. But once again, thank you for joining us. Um, and, uh, and yeah, yeah. Everybody check out these movies and uh, listen, catch us next time on the folding list. Peace. <laughs>